1: The Pro America Report with Ed Martin on The Answer, San Diego.
4: I am Andrea Kay, and uh, my buddy, my partner in crime, my co-ho Ed Martin will be joining us in a second. If you were listening to the first hour, we were kind of explaining that it is crazy, crazy, crazy here at CPAC today. In addition to it being record crowds, we had Vice President Pence who spoke today, and the combination of record crowds created an overflow, too many people here situation, and then all the extra security. Lots of people got locked out and couldn't get in. And so that kind of threw off our schedule a little bit. So Ed is actually going to be co-hosting from his car on his way from CPAC to go uh, coach, I think, his son's basketball game. But, you know, we love fathers in this country. We love dedicated fathers in this country who are there for their kids. And so that we love you, Ed Martin. Y'all, he, this will not be an Ed martin list show. Okay, Ed's going to be calling in in a few minutes on his way to his next destination. But I doesn't, that doesn't mean... I. I'm here alone right now because i got another great dude here on the show with me great conservative i don't think he's got any kids i don't think he's coaching basketball oh he's got two he says all right it's my buddy matlock if, if you are longtime Andrew andrea listeners you know that matlock's actually filled in for me a few times and been a guest on my show quite a few times he's matlock from the matlock show as well as a tv matlock show is the podcast his tv show is lock and load on america's voice news and he joins me now hey friend
5: and I don't wear a red dress. I'm no. not dynamite in heels. <laughs> I love that when the you know they did the intro when I'd fill in for you. Yeah. And then DJ Carrot Sticks the second time didn't play it. Right. When I was filling in, I'm like, where's the red de- dress and dynamite in heels?
4: Right. Where'd it go? Right. Well, today you're dynamite in, in an actual collared shirt. Because yeah. when I ran into you yesterday, you were dynamite in a wrinkled tee. Because you were fresh off uh, the plane. That plane. Yeah. And now you're actually leaving tonight because you're on your way to a Trump rally tomorrow.
5: Charleston, yeah. I'm on a 1030 flight tonight out of D to Charleston to cover the Trump rally tomorrow before the South Carolina primary.
4: Yeah, so I mean you've kind of been the rally dude. You've gone to all but the India rally. I need rally. to make a shirt. That's a shirt. Yeah. I'm the
5: rally dude.
4: You are the rally dude. I am dude. the rally
5: dude. I'm the lead correspondent for America's Voice News on all the Trump rallies.
4: Right. And this is kind of a big four-day yeah. or five-day Trump rally, if you will, because oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't been coming to CPAC for many years, um, as many years as many people here, but but I'm told that it was never really this big before, no. and that Trump has really just grown the party, grown the conservative movement, and you get to see the evidence of that when you're out, out at these rallies.
5: It, it, it's it's fantastic. I mean, you know, I tell everybody, and everybody always asks me, Matt, what's it like? Mm-hmm. Can you explain it to me? And, and truly, there aren't words that do it justice. There, right. you, you, I, I cannot. There aren't there aren't enough adjectives to tell you how amazing. The atmosphere of a Trump rally is, and it's, it's America. It's right. patriotism. It's freedom. It's liberty. It's these people are excited. They're talking. They're smiling. They're sharing stories. They're talking about their kids playing basketball like Ed, mm-hmm. you know. That it's, it's America. And they love it. And, and that's the best way I can describe it. It's like America threw up.
4: Right. <laughs> and they threw it red, white, and blue. Yes. Yeah. And hot dogs and apple pie. Yes. Right. Um, so at the last, I think it was the last rally, there was a moment that now I'm the daughter to Marines, so I'm kind of partial to the military. But when that World War II veteran was carried out, yeah. I'm, I'm getting choked up even just thinking about it right now. And I tweeted that out and actually had some people hating at me yeah. saying that that was just, you know, because uh, I was like, this is, this is America at its, at its finest. And this is what Trump's all about. And to get hate back from people seeing a World War II vet being carried out instead of honoring him. But my question for you is when you're at these rallies, there's a whole lot of... Um, people saying that he's losing his base and that he's peeling off women. Had, are, are, who's at these rallies? Are you seeing him bringing in anybody new? What's your perspective on the the level, the per, not percentages, but are you finding that he's bringing in new people at these rallies? And what are you hearing from people on the ground?
5: Well, when we talk to people, it's amazing because we talk to a lot of people. And I'm, I'll tell you the thing that blows me away is the people I talk to say, I did not vote but I'm going to. Oh. We talk to people like that all the time. And then the other thing that I find equally to Trump is the Democrats that show up for Trump. There are people out there. It's kind of like the Reagan movement. Remember the blue dog Democrats for Reagan? Reagan was a Democrat. And he went out there and said, you know, my party left me. These folks are out there and they're like, you know, I was a Democrat. I'm socially, you know, liberal, Mm -hmm. but I'm fiscally responsible And my Democrat party has left me. Right. So this is the only place I have to go. And what we really like about it is that President Trump has told us he's going to do X, Y, and Z. And X, Y, and Z happened. So right. we're going to give him a chance because this is how we feel. We, you know, we don't agree with him on some things, mm-hmm. but for the most part, we like what he's doing. So those two things right there, which I think the left never reports, is you've got people who have not voted in the last two elections, mm-hmm. and you've got Democrats who are switching over.
4: Right. Now, what about the social stuff? Because here at CPAC, it's America versus socialism, which is not just an economic situation here. What, what, what is, is been a part of... The left's plan to carry out, like Obama talked about, transforming America, they can't transform us into their Marxist utopia without destroying the fabric of America's culture. And what you see with Trump, it, like carrying out the, that war veteran, you, and you said America throwing up. I mean, that's, that's what Trump and conservatives represent. The left represents um, the LBGTQ and all the, and open borders yeah. and all of that. What are you hearing? from people on the ground because Trump has more to run on and there's more at stake than just the economy.
5: Well, socialism is never going to win. You hear Trump say that at his rally. As long as I am president and I have anything to say about it, we're never going to be a socialistic country. Now, the thing that really stands out to me, you've got the left arguing that communism is trying to affect our elections. Trump and Russia. Right. The collusion. Right. All the while on the same side, they're running on a democratic socialist ticket, right. which is communism. Right. How do those two, how do you unite those two? How, how do you argue one side but do the other? And people are not stupid, Andrea. Right. You know, we're more, there's more information out there today than there ever has been. And people are researching and they're finding out, and they're saying, wait a minute, you know, they're saying that Trump's working with Russia, who's communist, but they're saying socialism's good. How, how does that happen? Right. It's it's the loudest well, right, thing,
4: right? Plus, I mean, do, w- if you're Putin, right, who's still Mister KGB, and he would love to take it back to the USSR days. You're Putin. Who do you really want to win the U.S. election? You does anybody really think that Putin wants the pro America capitalist no. dude to win, or do you think he wants his comrade Bernie, who honeymooned in Moscow and is talking about how that that great Cuban literacy <clears throat> program?
5: Well, you are, you are being entirely too factual. <laughs> But I mean, you're right. I mean, it's as obvious as the nose on your face. If Vladimir Putin was anywhere near our elections. He'd want Bernie Sanders. Right. He, he would want a guy that wanted a socialistic government because that's who they are. And they want to rule. But you got to think about this for a second. What drives me nuts? We have a Democratic Party that is trying to make America the laughing stock of the world. Yes. I mean, the, these foreign leaders are laughing at us with what's going on with this stuff. And they're thinking, wow, you're doing the work that we don't have to do. You're, you're tearing down Trump so that I don't have to.
4: Right. Speaking of laughing, did I hear Ed Martin laughter in the background? Did I hear Ed Martin laughing in the background? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, so you there with us? A... Back. Back. You I'm back. Back. I'm back? All right. I,
1: well, I, the, only, the only thing I want to say on that is I, I do think, and I told you this last hour, Andrea, as we talked about it, I worry about the low-information voters that will go with Bernie. You know that people believe in Bernie. Voters too. Do. I don't think anybody. I don't meet anybody that says, "Oh man, I just feel motivated by Joe Biden." I mean, I, you know, there's some, I yeah. guess, judge, but but the Bernie movement. There's a lot of low-information voters that are like, man, he's just on my side. He's going to get the corporations. He's going to get the loans. He's going to get this and that. And, you know, left to their own devices, the media is not going to tolerate uh, letting Trump have a free shot. The media is going to join the left. The left, as we said earlier, they don't care except about power. They'll ultimately throw in with Attila the Hun if they have to. And I just think the intensity of what I see at the Bernie, you see the Bernie rallies, he's getting 10,000 people and it's partly AOC and it's partly that stuff, but it's real
4: energy, and that's a factor in politics. Anything you want to add to that, Matt? I I don't know if you heard that that Matt is like the rally guy. He's flying out tonight. He's going to be at Trump rally tomorrow. People are saying that Bernie rallies are just as as good and just as powerful and just as amazing as Trump rallies. I don't know that Matt agrees.
5: Well, I have an anecdote. I I'm not.
1: I'm not saying that. I'm not saying they're as good as Trump. Don't get me wrong. Trump is one of a kind. I'm saying of all the candidates on their side, he has enthusiasm for him. Not other. I don't see any others. That's what I'm. That's what I mean. I don't Got mean you. to make them equivalent.
4: Okay, Matt, and, you and have he, an Andy He's go. not
5: wrong. I was in New Hampshire for the primary a couple of weeks ago, and after everything was done, I went down to this local place to eat dinner, and I walk into the door, and there's a group of of the Yang Gang. Oh, the Yang. I know. Okay. And, and, and so, you know me. I, I'm a talker. Yeah. I, li- I, I converse. And I said, oh, tough night for you because Andrew Yang had withdrawn from running for president. And they're like, oh, no, it's a pivot. It's a pivot. I said, oh, you're going to go to Tulsi. They're like, oh, only if Tulsi backs UBI. And I said, University of Boise? <laughs> and they <like>, universal <laughs> basic income. Oh, Freebies. no. They're all excited. And all of, these, all of these young kids, couldn't have been more than 20. All there with their $1,000 iPhones in their hands, browsing wow. the Internet, but they want $1,000 $1, a month.
4: Yeah, crazy, yeah.
5: crazy. So that's what they want. That's Handouts. what they want.
4: Well, Matt Lock, thank you so much for being here. You're y'all welcome. need to listen to his podcast, The Lock Show. Also, watch him on America's Voice News, Lock and Load, and he'll be at the rally tomorrow for Trump. Thank you for being here, my friend. Now, y'all stay tuned, because next up, we've got Jeff... Brain, brain, actually. Oh, good name for this guest because he started up. Y'all wanted an option for social media besides Facebook and Twitter and all that. So stay tuned because we've got the CEO of CloudHub coming up next.
1: The Answer San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Radio.com. Streaming now on The Answer San Diego app and Radio.com. Welcome back, welcome back, it's Ed Mark, usually of the America Report, Uh, usually I'm following Andrea Kay's show, but today... It's the Andrea K and Ed Martin Show. We're live at CPAC, and uh, there's a million people around. There's all kinds of energy. It's really interesting to see the different uh, kinds of folks here at CPAC. There's political pros, people that do this for a living. There's politicians. There's regular folks. Uh, Andrea Kay and I were sort of stuck in a line at one point getting into the uh, one big section. I was standing next to a woman. She was a school teacher from suburban Virginia. She said she just wanted to come. Has come for the last two years. And there's everything in between of uh, all those folks so it's to be with you it's uh, really fun and don't forget uh, Andrea and I will be back tomorrow for two more hours we'll do her show and my show again tomorrow and next week on Tuesday we'll be together for uh, Super Tuesday coverage again back to back with each other so uh, thanks Andrea and I'm actually I mean amazingly I'm off site uh, now I just left CPAC because as we said earlier I'm coaching my son's basketball game and he's in the playoffs so I'm uh, in route but uh, if it was it's fun and we'll be back tomorrow so Andrea what's going on right there I tell us about our
4: well, it's just, it's amazing. So many incredible people here. Um, we've actually got our friend of the show, Laura Loomer, who's going to be with us tomorrow. And y'all know, uh, you longtime listeners of the Andrea K. Show know, I've had Loomer on many times. She has been deplatformed more, I think, than anybody in media, anybody in, in politics. She was deplatformed from Twitter, Facebook, PayPal, Uber. I mean, you know, even her bank shut her off at one point. And so, and, and I actually had a social media account of mine taken down uh, recently. So, conservative have been asking for alternatives for a way to connect. And so I'm super excited, Ed Martin, that we have Jeff Brain with us. He's the founder and CEO of Clout Hub, which is social media for civic, social, and political empowerment and engagement. And he joins us now. Hi, Jeff. Welcome to the show.
0: Thank you for having me.
4: All right. So tell us about Clout Hub. Is it going to be an alternative to Facebook, Twitter, or something completely different? So it's it's going
0: to be an alternative to Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and and many other uh, platforms. What I experienced, I I was involved in 2016, you know, supporting uh, the president on Twitter, and I, I kept getting shadow banned. And I felt that was just unacceptable. And I, I knew friends who were also being shadow banned or deplatformed like you are. And I decided to do something about it. I felt there needed to be a platform where people could speak their mind and not have to worry about being you know, big brother censored. And, and that's what Cloud Hub is about. And Initially, I started to be an alternative to Twitter. But as I got into it, I realized there's no platform that really focuses on those of us who engage in those civic, social, or political issues, specifically. Right? Twitter was created to keep your friends updated on what you're doing throughout the day, mm-hmm. 140 right. characters or less. And Facebook was to meet girls in college, actually. It's morphed into something more than that, yeah. but it's not much better. Um, and so I wanted to create a platform that specifically we could use to promote our issues, to get our voice out there, to, to actually affect change, in whether you're at a community level, uh, a county level, state level, or national or world. Really what we need is a platform that brings people back together and gives them the tools and the resources that they need to engage with each other. And even across the line, you know, it's not just for conservatives, It's It's for everybody. Hopefully find common ground, Mm -hmm. start to take action. And our platform is geared towards taking action, solution-oriented. And making the world a better place.
4: Okay, how is it? How is it solution or an action oriented? Des, describe it. Like, is it is it like TikTok, which is videos, or Instagram? It's all about sharing photos of your life. And uh, you know, t- describe a little bit sure. for how Twitter is, sh- is short amount of space to, with hashtags, and that's supposed to grab people's attention. Sure. Kind of give us the flavor. So,
0: if you could imagine, if if you uh, were in a town, uh, we have a public forum. That's kind of like what Twitter is, right? Right. Uh, we allow 300 characters plus hashtags, okay? Okay. Uh, and so that's our public forum. That's where people speak publicly to each other. Uh, what we do in Facebook is speak privately with our friends and family, right? Uh, right. About the birthday parties, the graduations, the different things we do over the weekend. Uh, but unfortunately, Facebook has become so obsessed with ads, we don't really see our friends anymore. We see mostly ads all the time. So right. We don't do that, by the way. In the discussions, whether it's in the public forum or the private area, the private hub, You don't see ads in those timelines, okay? We don't do that. Uh, But then we also know that YouTube was censoring people with their videos. So we created an alternative to YouTube in our platform where you can post and share videos because many of us use video to communicate these days. And really what we're building is a platform that gives you the foundation that you need in order to affect change. Uh, what we will have soon is the ability to, we know your address, right, because you entered it in, and uh, we can, with push one button, we can bring up all your representatives from the president down to your school board or city council, and you could check the boxes next to the ones you want to communicate to. There's a window there that you could write a message in. You could actually take a photo of a pothole or graffiti on the wall or a problem trash on the street, uh, or you could attach a PDF and with the push of a button it goes to all those representatives you just chose. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, there's uh, ways which we use for traffic, mm-hmm. um, but we have a model to use that map and icons to report issues in your community, so that uh, your local city council and and can. Uh, okay. You know, respond to those.
4: Right. I love that because it's 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 an actual act, something that you can do versus just complain. I mean, Twitter is just accessible of complaining and attacking each
1: other. Did you have something you wanted to ask yeah, or yeah, share? No, I wanna, yeah, yeah, I wanted to ask. I love this, by the way. And one of the things at CPAC, it's, it's fascinating, and I remember this from other years, is you get these great entrepreneurs that start out and they say, hey, I got an idea. What do you think? And, and you've got a willing group of people. Conservatives are always willing to try stuff, and they're always willing to tell you their opinions, which is great, too. You know, you feedback, instant feedback. So but let me ask you this. I, years ago now, one of the efforts to try to do an alternative uh, venue was Gab. And Gab uh, had a policy and it was more like Twitter in some ways. It was a little narrower than what you're saying. But Gab, the problem was, their rules there were, anything goes and we're not going to filter anything. And they ended up, really, with some disreputable people ruining it for everybody. You know where, And I think Gab is still trying to figure it out. How do you balance that, um, you know, let it be free speech, let it be open to everyone, don't don't pick sides, and yet you can't, you know, you, you don't let people yell fire in a crowded theater, and you don't let, you know, pornography show to kids, and so you gotta, you know, this is always a tension, I think, that all these platforms are having, and, and I wonder how you guys think you can address it to make it work.
0: Yeah, I'm very familiar with the GAB model. And unfortunately, like you said, it was the Wild West. And, and that, that doesn't work. Um, and no respectable politician or or individual really is going to want to be associated to that. Uh, they, they allowed porn, they allowed uh, really awful hate, and that's unfortunate. Right. Um, so, what we do on our platform is first of all, we're very transparent with our users. We, we like to, people refer to us as social media for grown ups. Okay? We treat them like adults. And we believe people will uh, follow the rules if you tell them what the rules are. The problem with Twitter and Facebook is the rules seem subjective. Uh, but with us, uh, as long as you're talking issues, you can talk about anything. We publish 3,000 words that we ask you not to use. If you use those 3,000 words, any of them, which are typically racial slurs or sexual terms, graphic sexual terms, uh, your post will actually not post. It'll come up and say, uh, with a pop-up, "This is inappropriate for this platform." Because after all, we want people discussing issues in a constructive, positive way to affect change, not get into, you know, uh, calling people names and, and, and like even a picture or a video. Uh, those pictures or videos are scanned uh, by our AI, and if it's if it is uh, porn or naked bodies, they will not actually ever land on our platform.
4: So how do how do you, now you now I'm I'm being reminded of all the men that send me friend requests from pictures that they've taken of themselves with no shirt. I mean, how do people connect? Is is it like a friend request like Facebook? And and how can I filter out the skeezy people? Sure. First of
0: all, <laughs> first of all on our platform, you have two different things. You have followers, which is kind of like what you do on Twitter, right? Okay. In that public forum. So you could follow specific people and see what they post. Okay. Then we also have, actually, friends, which is kind of what you do on Facebook. On Facebook. So we have both of those. Okay? okay. Now, if somebody was to send you uh, pictures like that, first of all, they couldn't do that. Our platform would would not okay. allow those pictures to okay. be done. But secondly, you could you could block them. Okay. And and that way they can't see you. you. it's like you don't exist to them. Okay. Yeah. So okay, they,
1: good. Yeah. So, uh, so so uh, let me ask let me let me follow up with one question. I know some folks that are more conservative say they're demonetized on YouTube, for example, and and they feel like, you know, they're they're put through hoops. But you know, ultimately, you, you already described it, someone has to make a call. We don't want the wild west. So, again, you said transparency. How do you make transparent, you know, uh, what the policies are? I assume that's one of your your strengths is you're going to say, hey, look, we're going to tell you up front what everything is. We're not going to hide the algorithms. But if you don't hide the algorithms, everybody that's got a little money can game the algorithms and become the top-rated search by knowing how to game it. I mean, you see, it seems to get to be circular sort of uh, logic in a way that I'm not sure. I just don't see how you get out of it.
0: Sure. Well, uh, first of all, um, we're not using algorithms to determine what you see, okay? We ask you when you join our platform what your interests are. We're not data mining you. We ask you very specifically, what's your interest? And then we connect you to other people or uh, groups that have those similar interests. We're not uh, playing the game of manipulating what you see. Uh, and I, I don't know if that answers your question or, or not. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but but also in our in our terms of and conditions, we're very clear about what behavior we allowed and what we don't. No cancel culture. No bullying. Right, and as long as you're talking issues, you're free to go. The minute you start talking about uh, somebody's, you know, calling them the n-word or something like that, that's not going to be allowed, and, and our platform will catch that. Now, you raised a very good point, which is the demonetization of YouTube videos and things like that. We we have an agreement with IBM to provide what we're calling content channels. So so people like yourselves who've got a show, um, can actually have a channel, and you will on our channels control your own monetization. You'll have a paywall and you'll set the rules for when somebody pays and when they, and how much they pay and, and you'll control it. It's not uh, you know, Jeff Brain and CloudHub determining how much money you're worth. We all saw what happened to Steven Crowder with 3.1 million followers. He said something that they didn't like, actually something that other people decided they didn't like and bullied YouTube into demonetizing him. So here's a guy with 3.1 million followers and suddenly right. he has no money. And, and that's not going to happen on CloudHub.
4: All right. Well, I'm, I am super excited about it. I think I'm going to give it a looky and, and join up. Um, when, when people joined, last question, um, I know Facebook has started asking people to provide copies of documents and things that can be used to, for identity theft. you got to show a photo ID, your passport. I mean, you know, to, uh, do you, any of that? You no,
0: know, in fact, that's a great point. We only ask for four pieces of information for you to join. We're going to ask you for your name. Your email address. We're going to ask for a phone number so we can two-step verify you're a real person and not a bot, but we'll never use that phone number. And then we're going to ask for your city and state because that helps us identify information that be beneficial to you. Uh, but you can also choose to hide that so nobody okay. sees that. We don't go into data mining you. We don't even look at your IP address you came in off of, unless you're, you create a problem, then we can identify it. But, uh, but, oh, but, uh, even when we were we were looking to go into Europe, uh, and we went to AWS, which is our host company, and asked about the privacy, they were like, "Wow, we don't we don't know what to do because nobody's ever not taken you know personal data. We don't data <laughs> mine you. We don't track where you're going throughout the day, and we don't sell your data." Wow, uh, I I just don't believe that because we, you know. Join a social media platform, we should have to give up our right to
4: privacy, and that's just my belief. Absolutely. Well, I'm super excited. It's Cloud Hub. Y'all go to cloudhub.com. Thank you, Jeff Brain, for being here. Thank you. And thank you, Ed, for being a great co host from your car, baby. All right, now we're Fair going to be party. back, aren't we? We're going to be back, aren't yeah, we'll we? We'll
1: be back, yep. Be back in a minute, yep. So we'll y'all back. stay the tuned. Pro America. The Pro America Report, sort of, the Andrew K. Show, sort of, all live from CPAC. We'll be right back. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer streaming now on the answer, San Diego app and radio.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Ed Martin. It's a pro America report kind of, but it's really the Andrea K and Ed Martin show. Uh, we're live from CPAC. We're sitting here watching the wheels go watch watching the people go by, and uh, it is, uh, CPAC is really interesting. So many different people. It's almost impossible to, every time you turn around, you think, oh, there's somebody else. I could have had them on the show, and uh, and you know, Andrew, one of the things, we'll be back again tomorrow, by the way, doing Andrew's show and my show together, but one of the things that we have really benefited from in the last few years is getting information from people who we know we can trust. In other You can't trust the fake news. You can't trust the fake news. You can't trust the fake news. Well, what do you do? And luckily and happily, and we're blessed by it, we have had more and more folks who are saying, hey, here's what the truth is, and let me bring it to you. And uh, our next guest is part of that. So I want you to do so, Sandra.
4: Yeah, you're, I, that's the great intro for this next guest. I've actually known him for a few years, and he is somebody that you absolutely can trust with information. I like to think that people tune in every night to listen to us, Ed, because they know that we're straight. We're straight up. We're not just straight, I mean, in terms of our choices in life. Uh, we're straight up with, with, the, with the real deal scoop. No fake news from us, and there's no fake news from reaction times, which is my buddy Julio Rivera's media outlet. He first hit the scene. Everybody knew him as the conserva And then he launched his media company reactionary times. And he joins me now. Thanks for being with us tonight, Julio
3: Rivera. It is absolutely a pleasure to join you guys.
4: All right. So um, CPAC, why are you here? And it, what about CPAC made you want to come this year? Because you're crazy busy launching your media you know, site. There's so much you could be doing. Why is it important for you to be here at CPAC?
3: You know what? There's still like, you know, the heart of an activist still beats inside of me. You know, and that's how this all started. And that was my initial trip to CPAC, which really wasn't that long ago. I mean, we've, we've uh, you know, reactionary times and, you know, kind of my career as a columnist and, and a lot of things like that kind of happened within a lot of things happened really quickly, basically. I mean, my first CPAC was in 2015 believe it or not. And that was like my first introduction to this. And I, you know, when you're coming in and you kind of get those old memories come back of how fresh and how exciting everything felt. And you're looking around and you're seeing people that you know from social media and people that you admire and people who shows you listen to and, and whose columns mm-hmm. you read. And, you know, and it, that always comes back, you know, no matter how many times you do it, there's nothing quite like CPAC. There's a lot of events that I go to. But really, this is the cream, little creme of, you know, conservative, Conservatism, and everybody here generally is a true believer. And you know, you you do have some people here probably that are you know kind of um, I guess trying try to profiteer off of politics or find some sort of an angle to do this or that. But for the most part, you know, ninety nine percent probably of the people here here are pure-hearted activists that just really want to make a difference in America and you know um, basically restore conservative policies and you know all the great things that you know kind of led most of us to down this path that we find ourselves at that leads ultimately every February to CPAC.
4: Yeah, and you know, one of the things that Ed and I were talking about earlier, I think it was with our first guest, was um... (sighs) The, this theory about you know, um, it's not the Republican Party anymore, it's Trump's party and that's a negative thing and we need to get back to, you know um, the pr- Republican Party as it was before with people like John McCain who want to reach across the aisle I don't want anybody reaching across the aisle because you look at us across the aisle and these people want to turn us into Caracas, Venezuela. I'm not interested mm, in that.
3: Exactly. If you're going to reach across the aisle, I'll please be it, uh, you know to smack somebody in the back of the head and hopefully smack some sense into them. Listen this Democrat Party is not the my father's Democrat Party. You know, I mean, it's it's really really bad. Um, you know, obviously it's just uh, the varying degrees of socialism slash communism. I mean, ultimately this supposed moderate lane that they claim that you know is inhabited by the Mayor Peets and the um, uh, Elizabeth Warrens and all the all these people wanna dramatically increase spending. You know, it may not happen as quickly as Bernie Sanders would like. To see it happen, but ultimately all roads lead to bigger government, higher taxes, and you know uh, socialism. Um, you know, full uh, a, a, a bigger, you know, production of socialism, uh, which eventually, obviously, we know what happens. Uh, what's been happening in Venezuela, and, and there should really be no better. If it winds up being Bernie versus Donald Trump, what? what there's no better campaign ad. Right. To then to contrast the, the economic growth in America in the era of Trump versus what's yeah. happening right now in Venezuela, because what's happening yeah. right now is sad. I mean, you got people starving, eating their animals, okay. no medical supplies, you know, the food shortages. People are just going to get sick. Can you imagine if the coronavirus made it to Venezuela, how horrible mm-hmm. it would be? I mean, they wouldn't be able to deal with it at all. You'd probably have right. hundreds of thousands of people dying. I, it's a terrible state of you, affairs. I, I'm
1: sorry to interrupt you, but I want to ask you this question. I want to forget uh, Um, You know, when you talk about the the media breaking down, one of the things that's counterintuitive to people, in my opinion, is they think, well, wow, the the Internet and social media makes everything accessible. You can start your own media company. And yet the big boys, big tech and big media they are, They have. In some ways, they have it even easier. They can dominate in ways that you can't even, because they have more money and they have more reach. And it actually makes it harder to break through, in my opinion. I, you know, you see it in in in, uh, in the startups. You start up with a lot of energy. Here's the viewpoint, and you get swamped out. You know, Facebook creates a uh, a uh, you know a side angle on it, and it can swamp out somebody's uh, you know somebody's um, vision. How how do you see that? I mean, in, in some ways it's daunting; it's David versus Goliath. In some ways, it's the Wild West. But it's not it's not clear to me how how uh, how it's going to shake out.
3: Well, you know, I'll tell you this this much: <clears throat> I've really invested a lot of time and energy into growing reactionary times particularly in the last year um you know initially um you know i was more focused on building my own brand as a writer but we've really focused on writing really good content uh really important content that other people don't necessarily have on other issues um you know we write a lot of tech stuff and um we're we're not really at a point you know we've had our issues with social media uh shadow banning and you know Facebook giving us um, suspensions and not allowing us to share our groups and, you know, uh, sharing groups and, and going ahead and flagging our content as spam and all that kind of stupid stuff. But in the world of Google, ultimately, if you do write good content, um, and it's important content, and it's not viewed, you know, by the Google algorithm. Your style of writing is not seen as particularly, um, you know, where you're you're coming up with either fake news or you're you're writing in a in a manner where your news is more opinionated than it than regular news. Like our news is news. Right. Our opinion right. pieces are opinion pieces, and for whatever reason, we've been able to do well. I mean, we've jumped up uh, several million places in the Google Alexa rankings. Right now, we're coming in at about hundred. 50,000 in the world and generally it takes websites about four to five years to get to that level we've basically achieved that in one year so i mean it has to do uh, credit to our writers and our contributors and you know the our seo people on the back end and our webmasters
4: Well, you know, I think, well, I think just to just to wrap us up, I think whether, you know, any 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 newcomer into any industry pretty much, you know, has to, you know, has to has has a little bit of an upward climb, you know, to to try to take out, you know, uh, the the people already at the top. But, you know, I think the cream always rises to the top. And, you know, Julio's already got, um, you know, more hits and more views on his site than than other people that are that are coming up. So I think if you've got good content. Uh, if you've got if you've got a good message, and and, and I like to think it kind of like us Ed, you know I think if you've got a, a very clear, different point of view, something that's interesting for Ryan. people, and you're straight up and you're honest, and you've got good content, you will attract the audience. And I think and I Ryan. think so. I I don't want us to send the message that people shouldn't try to start up a new media outlet. In fact, what I think that we should do is, is tell conservatives here at CPAC and beyond. I love the fact that we've got way more people here on Broadcast Row than we did last year. We we need to make sure the conservatives are supporting new media because that's how we further the conservative cause. That's how we force right. the ones that are at the top right now in the media. We force them to stay honest. We force them to stay on the top of their game. We force them to, to have to work hard to earn our, our views on their sites and our, and our eyeballs on their TV shows and our ears uh, on their shows. So uh, thank you, Julia Rivera, from Reactionary Times for being here. Ed, you going to stick around with us for our final segment? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yep, yep, yep. I'm I'm here. It'll be great. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, thank you to our listeners again. We'll be back. Andrea Kaye and Ed Martin tomorrow for two hours. Her show, my show together. We'll take a quick break and be right back. Ed Martin, Andrea Kaye, be right back. FM 96.1 North County AM
5: 1170 San Diego. The answer. 96.1, Six point one
1: North County AM eleven seventy San Diego the answer Welcome back. Welcome back. Ed Martin here. Usually the Pro-America Report tonight, we're having a special Pro-America Report paired off with the Andrea K Show. We're live at CPAC, and there's guest passing. There's political, I said it earlier, I think I said it well earlier. There's politicians, there's professional political types, there's activists, there's just Joe Citizen, and it's all building here at CPAC to the president's speech on Saturday at 3 p.m. I bet it'll be a wild speech. I know there'll be a huge crowd, and uh, Andrew and I are having a great time. We're here today, uh, both for our two hours on our show, and tomorrow for Andrew's show as well as my show two hours tomorrow from CPAC, and uh, and then next week on Tuesday we'll be together uh, doing the live coverage of Super Tuesday and the California primary. So, uh, Andrew, I think we're wrapping it up towards the end of the show. We got one more guest. I to let me tu- I'll turn it over to you to introduce our guest and carry us forward.
4: Yeah, you know, um, I'm glad you mentioned the California primaries next week because my next guest is Brian Maloney from Media Equalizer and Stop the Scalpings. He's He's been my media guy for a while on my show, but he's also, you Californians, you need to listen up. And this is related to CPAC and conservatism, by the way. It has to do with borders, open borders. It has to do with sanctuary cities. President Trump won a lawsuit the other day. But there's an issue going on in California that involves ICE that nobody else but Brian Maloney is talking about. Welcome to the show, Brian Maloney. Hey,
2: thanks for having me on again. Great to be with you in person. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> I know. We oh, we
2: had fun standing in line anyway (laughs) did you tell your listeners what we were stuck in line about you did yeah i did
4: Um, wow but we only have about five minutes Uh, so tell everybody about what's going on in california and how they can they can support your your okay
2: so i'll give it to you fast here and uh, i mean the bottom line is you know we've got to be activists this year I mean, we've got to get back out there on the issues and get focused. And I think, that's, I think there's complacency on the conservative side. And to me, immigration, borders, I mean, what's more important than that for us as conservatives? So that's why our group Media Quality Project, and you mentioned our group on Facebook, STS, uh, what we have been undertaking is a supporting ICE. In this effort to defeat Governor Newsom in California over his plan to shut down private prisons in two towns in the uh, the Central Valley High Desert. So what's happening? He's having these prisons shut down. Trump and ICE want these prisons repurposed as ICE detention facilities. Newsom and the Liberals are trying everything they can to stop this from happening this has to be approved by both of these cities one is named uh, McFarland it is north of Bakersfield the other one is Adelanto it is in uh, San Bernardino County near Victorville that's where these bridges are if Newsom and the left succeeds 1200 people 1200 middle-class families essentially lose their homes they lose everything there's no plan Newsom has no plan for these people to get jobs anywhere else. Now they've been getting about sixteen, seventeen an hour from the state of California through the. But if ICE moves in and it takes over and these people are rehired, they're going to make forty six dollars an hour.
4: And they're go, and they're going to house who in these facilities?
2: So ICE. So the uh, only over eighteen, uh, uh, and these will be illegal aliens uh, temporarily detained. Uh, So they will be processed in these facilities. These are much cleaner, nicer than typical state prisons because these were private prisons, which are head and shoulders nicer than any of the dumps that California runs. So that is. But Newsom had all the private prisons shut down. So that's what that was. AB 32. That's Mm -hmm. what AB 32 is about. Right. So the bottom line here is both these cities have to approve these plants to let ICE in. So Trump's watching, ICE is. Watch. I mean, this is huge. So the left is all over this. They've been busting in hundreds of activists to these two towns. Um, they show up in city hall with pots and pans banging, and conservatives don't even know what's going on. They right, our right. side doesn't even know. So I've been screaming on the radio everywhere about this. Everywhere I go, people are like, I, you know, I live in California. First, I heard of this.
4: Right. So we can save jobs. We can save jobs, and we can we can house the illegals instead of catch and release.
2: Well, that's exactly right. What kills me about it, these twelve hundred uh, families these 1,200 workers who are yeah. supporting families in these two towns, um, most of those workers happen to be Hispanic and African-American. So Newsom is actually putting 1,200 people out of work with no plans to help them do anything. There's nothing else economically in these towns uh, for them to go to.
4: And so yet, he would it, rather put people out of work yeah. to avoid illegals being being housed in the yeah. facility instead of putting on the street where they can Kate Steinle us and shoot us in the right. face.
2: Right, so 1,200 families wow. who, are, who are Hispanic and African-American, uh, you know, who are the prison guards, the prison workers, etc., are going to have an increased standard of living, or under Newsom's plan, they're all unemployed now on the street, and their families lose right. their homes. How can they get involved? Okay, so essentially what you need to do, first of all, join our group, STS, you know, Sam, Todd, Sam, whatever, whatever you want to say, on Facebook, because we're talking about it regularly on there. Also on Twitter, I'm tweeting about it, at S.Scalpings, at S.Scalpings. I'm also covering it at our Red Wave America page on Facebook, Red... So just type in Red Wave America, one word, and so I'm covering it everywhere. But we are all over this uh, over the next month or two.
4: Thank you so much, Brian Maloney, for what you're doing. Anything you want to add to that, Ed?
1: Well, no, I just think it's a great issue and it's a great reason why the answer San Diego is so important to our community. We're, we're pro pleased to be kind of working. So we'll have you on my show again and Andrea's, I'm sure, in the next couple of weeks and people need to be aware of these issues that will impact Perfect. them. You never know. So thank you for yeah, taking the time and thank you for being at CPAC because, uh, as we said, we love CPAC. We love covering it. We'll be here tomorrow for two or more hours, but it's, uh, it's the people that are there like you and entrepreneurs like we had earlier and politicians. It's, it's a great community. So good for you and we'll uh, look forward to more of that right Andrea? we'll be together tomorrow and uh, that's right you
4: thank you alright thank you guys for being here and thank you Ed for being such an amazing co-host in the middle of it all even doing it from your car
1: <laughs> well you know we've got a million things to cover and we only get to cover a thousand or whatever we do it. but it's uh, fun and Andrea and again we'll be back tomorrow for two more hours Andrea Show, and Martin show Pro America Report and again uh, next week for election day so why don't you close us out Andrea thank you and we'll see everybody tomorrow All right. You drive
4: careful, Ed. And y'all come back tomorrow night for more of our CPAC coverage with Andrea Kay and Ed Martin. Peace out. Love you all.
1: The preceding show was pre-recorded.